0: Envy is probably one of the most destructive of all emotions. We see something someone else has, and we want it. Wars have been fought over envy. That's why it numbers amongst the seven deadly sins. And let me tell you, it's still deadly today. Hi, I'm Bernie Diamond, and welcome again to the program, as together with my special guest, Keith Henry, we take another look at overcoming sin and temptation. I imagine that envy... You know, envy is one of those emotions... Uh, let's not call it emotion. Let's call it what it really is. Envy is one of those sins that we experience from our earliest childhood. Little Johnny next door has a new toy car, and I want it. Or Little Sarah next door has a brand new doll, and, and you want it. So we, we envy what they have. We, we want to get our hands on what they have. And then we grow up. And it's so easy to envy the things that other people have or how they look or, or who they're married to or, or what other people think of them. It's so easy. You may have heard me say this before, but I really used to suffer from this. I couldn't stand it. I hated it when someone else had something that I couldn't have. You stand back and think about it and you realise two things about envy. Firstly, it doesn't have a single redeeming feature. It's just plain ugly. And secondly, it's an incredibly destructive sin. While I envy what you have, and you envy what I have, we can't have any trust between us. There can't be any closeness or friendship. It robs us of the most important thing of all, relationship. Envy has always been a deadly sin. And you know something today, right here and now? It's still deadly. I'm joined today again by Keith Henry. Keith, thanks for joining us. Pleasure, Bernie. been such a blessing. You know, Keith has some real insights about these seven deadly sins. It's not because he specialises in in each one of them or anything like that. Keith spent the last ten years of his life really understanding the different personality types we have. And what it turns out is that each different personality type has one particular sin that it specialises in. Now, Keith, tell us about envy. What's this envy thing all about? Where does it come from?
1: Where does it start from? Envy, I believe, is one of the most misunderstood seven deadly sins, and as you said, one of the most destructive, only because people don't know a way out of it. Mm. And the secret is envy is really love of what other people have. Mm. It comes back to that love point of view. God is love, Mm -hmm. and in envy, we love what somebody else has. But when you get it, often you don't want it. It's mm. one of those things, I want it when I can't get it. When I do have it, I don't want it anymore.
0: It's it's really interesting. Envy, I was reading something the Apostle Paul wrote in um, Galatians chapter 5. Have a listen. He says, The works of the flesh are obvious. Sexual immorality, impurity, licentiousness, idolatry, sorcery, enmity, strive, jealousy, anger. Quite a list. Quarrels, dissensions, factions, envy, drunkenness, carousing, and things like that. I'm warning you against them. Interesting that envy numbers amongst those sorts of sins, where
1: idolatry, sorcery, strife, jealousy, anger, envy—it's right up there. It is. Envy is in the mind. This is what makes it so strong. Envy is a sensitivity to something, that, and people who have envy are very, very much live uh, in their mind. They're mm. thinking, and often in the past, and they—they okay. they actually re do or rethink things that have happened in the past and put a different slant on it so that they are envious of they should have had that or why didn't they have it? What was wrong with me? Mm. And it brings about shame and guilt and and all the destructive forces. Envy is terrible. And all the deadly sins are terrible, but this one is the hardest one to overcome. So what sort of
0: person is, is more prone to envy than another? It's funny...
1: When you ask that question, you because you don't really expect the answer. The in the Bible in Romans twelve, where it talks about the seven personality mm-hmm. types, it's actually the carer. And who do we think the carer is? The carer is that lovely, sweet, um, that kind. Is bizarre. It is, isn't it? Because in their personality, the the carer wants to be unique. They want to be special. They want to be different. Mm. And they can see things that are special and that are different that we can't. That their sensitivity level is the highest of all personalities. Mm-hmm. And so they actually that makes sense. Yeah, and and what happens is they can see like if you were hurting right now, in your feelings, you had had a problem. I wouldn't say it. Mm-hmm. They would, and they'd start asking you questions. They want to help people. They have a natural. Uh, inclination to help people. But when they're not doing that, Mm. they can get depressed easily, they have bipolar, they can, um, you know, they could commit suicide if it got really bad. It's so, so destructive because they're thinking all the time and regurgitating things.
0: They're emotionally sensitive. Very
1: emotionally sensitive. And there's an upside to that and, and there's a downside to that. Well, the upside too is in the carer is one of the nicest, happiest Fill people out. The, the way out of this, it, see, as I said at the start, is envy is a love of what other people have and what I don't have.
0: Before we talk about the way out, I just want to understand why it is that someone whom we all love, the carer, the one who pulls alongside and spends the time with us and, and, and lots of stuff, why is it particularly the carer
1: who is prone to envy? Why? Because of their sensitivity they they see things in it, they have a real appreciation for creativity, for mm-hmm. instance, and for music or things like that, that we don't have. And they see things in the world that we don't have a sensitivity for.
0: Okay. And so I guess because they see things so deeply, they, they latch onto them and they want them?
1: That's right, they do. And they want to be special. Mm.
0: Okay, so what's the way out? I mean, if someone's... It must be almost a Jekyll and Hyde thing, because on the outside they're so so loving and so warm, and on the inside this envy thing must eat away like a cancer.
1: It is it's a bit like you know the leader has is it adrenaline junkie, mm-hmm. you know just wants to do things that challenge them and gets adrenaline going. This is the closest in a way, you wouldn't think it, mm. but this is the closest in the way to the leader in terms of that. They want the highs and lows. Because they have the feeling sensitivity, they want to go up. And then come down and realize what it's like again, and go up again. Mm-hmm. They're going. the sensitivity. A sort levels. of
0: cyclothymic type of.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and the way out of it um, is the way that you enter it. Envy is love of other things. Mm. The actual way out of it is being a carer is love of God, but love of others mm. to care for them. They have the sensitivity to see where you're hurting. They have a sensitivity to help you. Mm. And so they have to – if they take it away from themselves – this is the only way out for them. They actually have to focus on using that sensitivity to help people and not take things as somebody's had a go at me all the time. Yeah. Because they're sensitive, you could say something and not mean it. They take it and they run away. Well, they're oversensitive sometimes too.
0: Oversensitive. They? See, interesting. I, before I became a Christian, I was always very envious. Now, I'm not a carer by any stretch of the imagination, but I did experience envy. I hated it when other people succeeded. And I didn't think about it much, but when I became a Christian, God turned my life around and I began to serve other people. Yes, It's just what I do now, and I get so much fulfillment, envy's just gone. It doesn't exist anymore for me. I love it
1: when other people succeed now, and I never thought about it. That's the divine nature. So you, the Bible said we should participate in the divine nature. The mm-hmm. divine nature is centred on focusing on other people. You've stopped focusing on yourself, Bernie, and now you're fulfilled. You were never fulfilled no. when you focused on yourself. Ever, ever.
0: All right, we're going to talk tomorrow about another of the seven deadly sins. In fact, the last one. And this one is pride. And I'm going to tell you, Keith, I keep running into these and think, I remember that one too. So I'm really interested to see what you have to say about pride tomorrow.
1: Look it, Bernie. We
0: love sharing the gospel with as many people as possible so they can experience a real and tangible relationship with Jesus. So before we go, I'd like to tell you about a free daily devotional to help you and your friends draw even closer to Him. It's called Fresh. Each day you'll receive a powerful scripture verse together with some words of inspiration, hope and encouragement. And the best news is that it's completely free, delivered right to your inbox each and every day, where you can choose to read, listen or watch the daily video. Completely up to you. It's God's word, fresh, for you each day. To receive your free e-devotional, just jump onto the website freshdevotional.org. You'll see the Fresh e-devotional sign-up waiting right there for you. And as a bonus, I'll also send you a free copy of my e-book, How Can I Hear God Speak to Me? So head across to that website and sign up to receive Fresh. I pray that your heart will be touched and transformed as you draw ever closer to Jesus through his word. That web address, in case you missed it, is freshdevotional.org. I'm Bernie Dymit,
1: and I'll catch you again same time tomorrow with a different perspective.